1: Hello and welcome to the 49ers first and 10 podcast 10 minutes of the most up to date 49ers news first thing in the morning. I'm your host Brianna McDonald and I'm joined by 49ers team reporter Lindsay Pilares. So the 49ers dominated on Thanksgiving night, defeating the Seahawks 31-13 to in Seattle, giving them the opportunity to feast right on the 50-yard line, eating turkey legs and all sorts of Thanksgiving sides after the game. Lindsay, what did you think of all the festivities that surrounded this contest? And how does a big stage like a Thanksgiving night game give this team a moment to shine?
2: You know, growing up and watching TV, you know that Thanksgiving Day games are a huge deal, but actually being on the ground for them. And I think just given the already pre existing rivalry between the Seahawks and the 49ers, it just adds to it lumen field was loud booming. And then at the end of the game, you see the big Turkey display and so many members of the 49ers from Kittle to Bosa to Devo to Brock Purdy, just feasting on Turkey legs. It was honestly one of the cooler experiences. Um, just watching it all kind of take place. Um, I didn't get to watch the whole turkey feast because I actually had to run in for press conferences, um, but seeing the TV copy was great. Um, and I I loved the whole running into the tunnel by George Kittle with the entire plate of turkey. Um, so yeah, I think everyone kind of got to share in that experience in terms of the fans that were there. Um, so a really cool experience for the faithful um, and just like you said, a very dominant win, I think, because that NFC West rivalry is already existing there. Um, And then the last time the 49ers and the Seahawks played was back in 2014. And it was a loss on the Niners side. It was redemption for that. So just so many things kind of all coming into play. For the holiday. Let's take
1: it back to the opening drive of the game. Debo Samuel brought it straight to the end zone to get the game started. You know, over the past few seasons, the team has been proud of how they've played second half football. But how important is getting on the board early in the contest for the 49ers?
2: I think just given the fact that there's such a big rivalry with the Seattle Seahawks and the 49ers certainly never take anyone lightly, but hold the Seahawks in such high respect, especially with Pete Carroll being the main, being the play caller over there and just the talent that they have. Establishing that opening drive touchdown is so important to make sure that you're not playing from behind later on. Obviously the 49ers also have proven that they're great when their backs are against the wall, but it's better to always be out in front early Um, And that's exactly what they did. And it's what we've seen a lot of this season from the 49ers. So hope to see more opening drive touchdowns coming in the second half of the season.
1: Definitely. And a lot of the scores from the first half could be credited to the valuable field position they were at. So, how influential was San Francisco's special teams unit last night, especially paired up with the defense forcing a series of 3 and outs?
2: Yeah, you know, I think the special team the importance of special teams should never be understated and the 49ers certainly always have a reliable punter in Mitch Wisnowski. So, he backs up teams as far as he can. And then obviously, too, I think the special teams made a lot of big plays in terms of we saw Darrell Luter Jr. See his first game action yesterday who's primarily a special teams guy. And he made a really big tackle on Seattle's really long kick return early in that first quarter that very well could have gone all the way back for a touchdown. So that was a really big play by him to stop that. And then also special teams actually generated a turnover. Um, It was the second one of the night, and it came late in that second quarter. Um, It was during the 49ers' third punt. um, DJ Dallas over on the Seahawks' side muffed the punt, and then you see Charlie Warner kind of get in there, and then the ball goes loose. Wide receiver Ronnie Bell was actually the one to recover the loose ball, um, and they were able to take over, like you said, in that very favorable Uh, position they were on Seahawks 22 yard line and then were able to turn that into three points off a Jake Moody field goal
1: and last week we talked about how Christian McCaffrey's touchdown against the Buccaneers could be the start to a new scoring streak and on Thursday he stacked another game on top of it Can we just talk about how determined he is to push into the end zone? I feel like on his second touchdown, a lot of the faithful, it came as a surprise to them.
2: Yeah. I mean, I think you can really look at either of his touchdowns and prove that he is going to find the end zone. Eventually, um, if you give him enough time on that first touchdown, which was just a one yard rush, he barrels into a Seahawks defensive lineman in order to get into the end zone. So just, a fantastic play by him just a very powerful runner you see there but you also mentioned that second touchdown um that only came 8 minutes after his very first score um he was on the 8 yard line and just went right up the middle ran into a ton of traffic but was able to find a gap cut back and again shed a bunch of Seattle defenders in order to get another touchdown for the 49ers um and he talked about just being patient when you are being blocked by this 49ers offensive line because they are going to create that opportunity for you. You just have to be patient and ready for it. Um, And I think both really great examples of that last night.
1: And now for the defense, let's talk about the backfield and the DB's performances. Ambry Thomas came away with an interception. Charverius Ward was tasked with covering DK Metcalf. What did you think of that group's performance last night? You
2: know, I think I just want to echo what head coach Kyle Shanahan said, is that generally the defense just played lights out. Um, But when you talk about that secondary, um, being tasked with covering DK Metcalf is a huge one. And Charbarrius Ward certainly proved that he was up for the challenge. Um, He held him to just three catches for 32 yards. That is Seattle's top wide receiver. So to basically take him out of the equation such a big deal and also that was an assignment that was given to him fairly close to game time so just a great example of someone rising to the occasion Um, and he ended the night i believe with two pass breakups but just in general seattle's passing game did not do very well last night i think um taking a look at the numbers here no receiver was over 45 yards so just a tremendous tremendous work by the 49ers defense and then again also a huge shout out to Ambry Thomas who created that very first turnover for the 49ers of the night yeah now
1: looking up front the D line came away with a season high six sacks on the night and on a lot of those sacks it looked like there were multiple guys that brought down Geno Smith What's it like to see
2: all the pieces of that unit really come together? I mean, it's fantastic. And the the on-the-field product is just a very, very disruptive 49ers defensive line. Uh, Tashawn Gibson actually was credited with one of those sacks. So five belong to the defensive line. So you saw Javon Hargrave, Nick Bosa, Eric Armstead, and Kevin Givens all get home. Um, And they're just playing together. You're seeing them just kind of have this big boost out of the out of the buy, I believe it's 15 sacks over the last three games. So just a tremendous amount of production and you're seeing how they're really helping the 49ers put away teams and helping limit the Seahawks to just 13 points last night.
1: And the 49ers are feeling good entering this weekend with already a win under their belts. But what did head coach Kyle Shanahan have to say about any injuries that came from this game?
2: Yeah, unfortunately on the injury front, it seems that there might be an unfortunate update coming, um, regarding safety, George Odom. He got injured on a special teams play. Um, from what it sounds like, it's a biceps injury and head coach Kyle Shanahan couldn't confirm the severity of it, but he did say that it was potentially a torn bicep, which also could mean a season ending injury for George Odom, but he still has to undergo further evaluation. So that was just kind of the initial post-game injury report. And then also tight end Charlie Warner was evaluated for a concussion, but he was cleared and returned to game action. So as far as we know right now, that's all the injuries that popped up from yesterday, but um, we'll keep you updated on the latest details as soon as we hear more.
1: Definitely, but that will do it for today. Thank you so much, Lindsay, for joining me in this update. Don't forget to follow First and 10 on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Turn on the notifications so you're in the know when we post any breaking news updates. And thank you, Faithful, for tuning in.
0: Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game.